is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Hey, welcome to Upbeat, and thank you very much for being here and for listening in. I appreciate you. Uh, today is an interesting day, a unique one for the podcast for sure. Today is my birthday. I don't know that I've ever done an episode for my birthday before in you know nearly three years of doing this. I, I really don't think I've talked much about my feelings about birthdays or doing an episode on my birthday or anything like that. But that's what I want this episode to be. Just real briefly, I'm going to share a clip, uh, but it's something I wanted to, to give some context first. I do not necessarily like my birthday. <laughs> I have a hard time with it. I do not like getting older. Uh, and just because I'm sure some of you are wondering, well, are you going to tell us? You know, I am turning 29 today. So 29 years old. And it's so funny. I actually got a Facebook reminder because you know how on Facebook they give you those on this day reminders and kind of give you a, a, a recap of everything you've been through. Well, 10 years ago today, I turned 19 and my Facebook post was pretty much saying, wow, I feel old, which, <laughs> you know, that was still with my mom pointed out that was still when uh, it still had the word teen in the age. But yeah, 29, you know, 10 years later after feeling old, I think it is a mindset. I genuinely, I think it's a mindset that I need to work on for 10 years. Every single birthday I've had, I'm like, shiz, I'm getting older. Like, I'm so sick of this. I don't like my birthday. I don't want to get older. And maybe some of you can relate, right? I'm sure I'm not alone in this. We probably all have times where we feel like, dang, I don't want to be getting older. Uh, but this whole thought of me for 10 years being upset about getting older uh, it just kind of was a rude awakening today. I'm like, dang, like it, it is what it is. Life is life. Age is is a constant, you know, thing. It's not stoppable. It's not reversible. I will always get older every single year, right? I'm going to go up a level, <laughs> which is what reminded me of this awesome episode with Eric Sue. Uh, we didn't talk necessarily about age and birthdays and stuff, but I do think everything he mentions is very, very relevant to this topic. Uh, the principles definitely still apply. Basically, Eric has this awesome idea of viewing life kind of like a game, right? And how all the things that we're chasing after, all the accomplishments that we get, everything that we do is just a matter of sustaining ourselves and making sure that we can constantly be progressing and leveling up and ultimately achieving our maximum potential, right? And so I love the whole idea of it. I'm sure all of us have heard the analogy or the the comparison of just, you're not getting older, you're actually just stepping up a level. So I love that and I love everything that Eric shares. And so I'm going to get into that clip uh, here in a sec. But yeah, I just wanted to say, we're all going to get older and it is a mindset thing and we need to be happy with where we're at in life. And age is going to be like a constant level up, right? Like I said, it's not stoppable or reversible. But as far as what we do during those years, we are in control, right? We can take a few steps back, we can stay stagnant, or we can constantly be, be progressing and leveling up as far as, you know, progress is, is concerned. So I just wanted it out there that as I get older, I want every single year to be a step up for me. And 
I really want to be working on that. And I also want to be working on my mindset around getting older. <laughs> I don't want to view it as a bad thing. You know, for 10 years, I literally, I kid you not, I went out to dinner with uh, my grandparents and with my mom and my phone went buzz, right? And I, I opened up my phone, which by the way, probably not the nicest thing to do at dinner, <laughs> right? So I don't know. I don't know that I'd recommend that, but I opened up my phone and I just saw really quickly the Facebook notifications saying that 10 years ago today, you said you felt old and you were turning 19. That really woke me up. Uh, 10 years of hating birthdays, <laughs> 10 years of not being happy with where I'm at in life, you know? And so it's a mindset. It's something that I want to work on. And I just wanted to share that experience to hopefully help all of you. And if any of you have birthdays right now, I mean, hit me up. Let me know. We we might share a birthday, you know, December birthdays, Christmas birthdays, New Year's birthdays. Let me know. I'd, I'd be excited to hear from you. Uh, but this is for anyone at any point of the year. Getting older, is it's, it's a fact of life and it's something we can't change. So we need to focus on what we do have control over, right? And so as we get older, let's just strive to constantly be progressing and making the most of it and working on that mindset of being happy with where we're at and happy with where we want to go and working toward that rather than dwelling on, on hating where we're at or hating the idea of getting older. Let's cherish what we have and just work harder to make things better. That's pretty much the message here. Uh, and I wanted to share those thoughts and then share this clip with you from Eric Sue. So I'm going to go ahead and share the clip and then uh, I'll touch base after. You know, I played a lot of games growing up. Um, so nine, 10 years old, 11 years old or so. And I was playing this MMORPG. So massively online multiplayer game called EverQuest. And this was kind of the precursor to World of Warcraft. And so at 10 or 11 years old, I was playing with people on my team or my guild, whatever you want to call it. Um, and these were people that are very successful. Some people were super rich, had planes, there's lawyers, there were college students, and you had this 11 year old, me. Um, to be a part of an elite team, to be feel wanted, um, that was very much, um, there's a reason for me to escape to that, right? Because in the real world, I didn't want to deal with school. I didn't want to deal with my nagging parents. Um, so I excelled at games. And what I learned um, at that age, I didn't know at the time, but I was learning teamwork. I was learning collaboration. Um, I was learning resilience. I was learning a lot of the things needed for real life. And um, had I known that at the time, um, you know, I probably would have continued down my path and tried to justify it more. And so my, my thesis here is that gaming creates leaders and that there's levels for everything. There's levels for working out. There's levels for, you know, meditation. There's levels for, you know, where you want to take your business. And so to me, um, when you reframe life into a game, it becomes a lot more fun, right? So I can go in here. I can tweak this around my podcast. I can go change, make this website. I can add this strategy over here. I can hire this person over here. And then I can just flip all these things around, right? It's, 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 it's like doing magic. Um, when I wake up in the morning, let's say I, you know, hop on my bike, I meditate in the morning, or let's say I do my morning journal. These are all power-ups I'm collecting to get stronger for the day. So I can power through the day. Right. And so when I think of it that way, it very much feels like I'm playing, playing a game and um, you know, games are fun and never ending games, long-term games are even more fun. And when you work with people that are fun, even better. Right. Um, and so to answer your question around the book, why did I decide to do a book? Um, you have over 3 billion people in the world that have played games. Elon Musk has played games, Mark Zuckerberg. You have people that I've seen win championships growing up and um, you know, they, they've won Ferraris and stuff. And you know what? Now 
some of these people I've had on my podcast, they have founded great companies, sold them. And um, gaming teaches you to think in systems and it teaches you to think about things differently than other people. You react a lot faster. It's just, um, there's so many benefits. And so people might have a stigma towards it. And that's why the messaging needs to change. That's why I wrote the book, because if this is the book that I read growing up, I would have had a lot more confidence. And if my parents read it, they would also understand where I was coming from because they never once bothered to ask me they never once were curious about what I was doing. So um, I think the message needs to go out. And if it can even affect one person, then great, right? I didn't write the book to try to make money. Um, I do think it's, you know, hopefully it does well, but you know, then the money will follow, but the message has got to do well first. Yeah, when I, I think that also makes it, obviously there's a message there too, like with video games and understanding and, and what you can achieve and all that. But one thing that I that I personally love about this book is that, it helps you it helps you focus on on life and put it into put it in a way that you can easily understand and not feel overwhelmed like there's so much to life that people feel overwhelmed and when they look at it like a video game and like oh i just got to do this next task i got to just reach this next level it seems much more attainable and realistic and easy to comprehend hundred percent. I mean, you know, I was in a clubhouse earlier today talking about that more. Um, and you know, the people were talking about imposter syndrome. How do you get over it? And to me, that's just an obstacle that's necessary. Every single time I'm doing something new, there will be imposter syndrome. You don't feel like you're good enough. You just have to overcome it and start taking action. That's, that's a prerequisite. And another power up would be when, when people talk about, Oh my God, what if people are judging you? What if people are saying negative things, whatever to me, I reframe it. And I think about it as fuel. Give me more, right? If you're talking crap about me, give me more, right? If you're going to say, if you're going to try to block me on something, whatever, give me more because it's going to make me stronger, right? It's not killing me. It's not hurting me. So, you know, if you can reframe it that way, there's just a lot of mental models that you can play around with. These are power-ups. Habits, daily habits are also power-ups. And in life, all you have to do to play the game well is go around collecting power-ups. And then you're going to have to keep refreshing your power-ups as well. Because sometimes if you have a sword, you keep hitting things, there's going to be durability that you lose, right? So you're going to have to keep refreshing, keep sharpening the, the sword, the ax. And um, that's what it's all about. You're just playing all these little things. So Yeah. And I wanted to, I don't know if we covered it. If we did, I missed it and I'm sorry. But what is what has been like your personal biggest level up? there are a lot of moments of big level level ups right and one would be obviously taking over taking over single grain that would be one um because i i the, the bet was to see if i can you know um turn that company around and you know use the cash flows to go reinvest it in other more durable sources of revenue and that's largely happened um that's one piece of it and um the other piece would be learning how to connect people and i would say this right probably the one thing that i actually remember answering this today earlier learning in public. So I love learning, but when you're learning in public, other people will, will you'll start to build an audience around you, right? It's people that actually resonate with what you're saying. So when you're building in public, whether you're teaching things that you just learned, whether it's on marketing school, leveling up or on my YouTube channel or on our blog or whatever, um, I just love doing that. And that, that's how we built an audience over the years. Without doing that, there would be no audience. We would not have all the inbound traffic that we're getting. We wouldn't have the inbound clients that we're getting. Um, we wouldn't have the leverage that we have right now. And so that is probably the most impactful thing that I've done. Awesome. I love that. And this just popped into my head too. Another cool thing about your concept with this book is just it helps, I guess, encourage building your own path too. I think that's really important. Um, 
I mean, obviously we can look at other people and take inspiration from them, right? Uh, but it encourages less copying and more of just like play your own game and do things your own way and level up in your own unique way. Yep, totally. 100%. I mean, it's, um, you know, you can choose to play the game on your own terms or, you know, you can play with other people and have, you know, the 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 group leader, or the guild leader dictate it. But if you don't want to do it, go start your own thing. So, you know, you have a lot of different options. Is there anything... Uh, any last advice, anything maybe I didn't touch on that you'd want to share, um, before we go into this next segment? Yeah, I think, um, you know, a broader thing. I mean, my, my coach and I have been working on this, um, you know, the last couple of months, but you know, the whole idea with this turtle is, you know, telling me to slow down. And, um, again, I, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but thinking in decades instead of years. So I think those of you that are maybe a little younger listening to this, um, it's, it's again, it's very easy to try to do, to think that you can do a lot of things in one year. But think in decades, you know, you can, we, we often overestimate what we can do in a year, right? We underestimate what we can do in a decade. Um, Bill Gates said that, but I think he paraphrased someone else. Um, so that would be it, you know, slow down, enjoy the journey, and um, just make sure you're taking in the right information, you're taking the right actions every single day, and you'll see things slowly compound. So there you have it, the clip with Eric Sue uh, that came to my mind while experiencing my birthday today. Um, I absolutely love what he shares, especially what he shares about learning in public and not being afraid to, you know, admit that you don't know something and be willing to learn in front of everybody else. Because if you're learning, other people are probably learning too. And I really also appreciate what he shares about years versus decades and just slowing down and appreciating the journey, enjoying the journey. So some really good messages uh, from Eric Sue in that clip, and I hope you enjoyed it. Again, thanks for being here listening. I appreciate you. As always, please leave an upbeat review or share this episode with a friend, especially if you got value from it. As always, thank you. You're the best. I'll see you next week. This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker Kerr. Subscribe at parkerk.co.